I dated this girl for a while and she was really a nasty freak. She just loved to get down with sex all the time. She was like, any time of day, she was like, yeah, let's go. I'm so nasty. And I'd be nailing her. Oh shit. She'd be like, oh, you're nailing me, cool. She talked dirty to you? Oh, she loved to dirty talk. Totally into it. She'd be like, yeah, let's screw. Let's, I wanna fuck. God, it was so dirty. She'd be like, oh, me so horny, me love you long time. So. So, so, so what was the titties like? Bro? Yeah, describe her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, she had great tits. Oh, no, 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 but I mean like detail though. Does she have like, you know them little pink teeny nipples? Oh yeah. Or, like or like the long National Geographic nipples? Long. You have like the, the bumpy braille nipples, the Stevie Wonders? Yeah, they were nice. You know, and like you grab a woman's breast and it's, and you, you feel it and it feels like a bag of sand when you're touching it. Bag of sand? You know what I mean. Why don't we just play? Why don't we just deal the cards? What are, you, what are you talking about? Have you ever felt a breast before, man? Yes. Dude, are you gay? No, I'm not gay. I've been with tons of women. I touched a guy's balls at Hebrew school once. Hey, dude, it's not a big deal. You like to fuck guys. I'm cool with it. I got friends that fuck guys in jail. No, I'm not gay. No, I've borked a lot of women in my day. You borked? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yo, answer this question. Are you a virgin? <laughs> Are you a virgin? Yeah, yeah, not since I was 10. It all makes sense. You're a virgin. I am, shut up. How does that happen? He's a fucking virgin. Oh. I knew it. That makes so much sense, oh. man. He's a virgin. You, guys, wait, 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 you guys are hilarious. All right, all right, all right. Come on, don't be mean. I'm not being mean. I'm yeah. trying to help the pot now. I'm trying to say I want to get you laid, dude. I, I understand what's going on You guys here, are right? so up your asses. From now on, your dick is my dick. I'm getting you some pussy. <laughs> the bag of sand, come on, man. You can do better than that. Go be so horny, girl, be so stupid. This week on the podcast, wax your chest hair, buy an action figure of the six million dollar man's boss, and listen to Coldplay. This week we're talking about the forty year old version on one hundred movies I love. You know I know you're gay because <laughs> I listen to Coldplay because you're, you're talking about this on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, this week we're talking about the forty year old version on one virgin on one hundred movies I love. I'm Jason Martin. I'm Paul Conlon. I'm Crystal Michaels. Yes, we have a guest this week, Crystal Michaels, to help us talk about this movie. It's uh, one of her favorite movies. Um, so that's a good person to have on to talk about The 40-Year-Old Virgin. And uh, I want some fucking French toast! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah, the movie opens up with the song uh, Life of Illusion by Joe Walsh, which, you know. I don't even know who that is. Well, he was he was in the Eagles. He was uh, in like he joined the Eagles like in the mid seventies and has been in the Eagles oh. ever since. Yeah, he had, he had, you ever watched the True Carey show? Yes. 
he was the guitar player, the old guy guitar player. In, in oh, was band. he? That was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering who those people were. Yeah. They were anything. Oh, yeah. Were. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if anyone else in the band was as famous as he is, but the fact that he was like there and he wasn't even the leader of the band was funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like on King of the Hill when you know, Tom Petty was on there in a band, but he wasn't even the singer in the band. He was a guitar player in the band, you know. So, um, but yeah, Joe Walsh, a few, few big hit singles by himself too, but it's also in the James Gang before he was solo and before the Eagles. So, a uh, great song anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, you see uh, Andy, Steve Carell, walking into the bathroom. He's got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wait, is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then he leaves the bathroom. He's still got the erection. He's trying uh, to, to yeah. stop it from happening. Right. He's playing right. the trombone. The trumb yeah, he's playing the, yeah, he's always playing the French horn or something Maybe like that. Maybe it's a French horn. Yeah. And action like, figures. It was Because he wasn't going to touch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely a wind instrument. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you see him uh, walking around, uh, you know, before work. He's exercising. Uh, I see, I notice he, he's exercising. He's got a picture of Doug Henning. Uh, the old magician on the wall in front of him. Who's Doug Henning? He was a big mag magician in like the seventies <laughs> and eighties. I mean, he was one of the most famous ones, but also he's. I just remember they pretty Copperfield. Right, he was second to Copperfield. Uh, okay. He was just. He so just, he just worked he was, out to him because I didn't even realize he that. was just looking to. But he's crazy. You notice the point is, things. Doc Henning <laughs> looks crazy. Yes, he yeah. does. He does look like a serial killer. Right, right. He had long curly hair. He yeah, a, he had that his super, giant smile, super, super monster porn stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had like giant teeth or something. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that that's on his wall is, you know, yeah. pretty. He should have had like Ron Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you see him, he's so he wouldn't know who that was. Andy, oh, that Andy is would true. Not know that yeah, that's true. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. And until after he got his box of movies, <laughs> box of porn. Yeah, <laughs> Boner Jams 03. <laughs> um, and you see him exercising. Uh, he's making breakfast. He's making actually a great breakfast. And then you see him just laying in the bathtub. I would say that breakfast was. Yeah, he plays so perfectly on the plate. Yeah, and yet he looks sad. Right, right. The perfect omelet. Yeah, no one to see his perfect omelet. Yeah, or yeah. his boner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, and you see him walking outside. You know, we realize he's heading to work, but he's talking to the the neighbors upstairs, the older black couple, and they you know they're always talking dirty and stuff, and they're talking about I watch Survivor tonight and. Oh yeah, and my boy uh, needs to get laid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see him riding his bicycle to work, um, and uh, you know you just get a good portrait of who he is uh, being this. You know, he set it up well. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a master master stroke the way they did that. Um, and then uh, you get to uh, he gets to work, and you see him carrying his wheel in. You know, so another one to steal his bicycle. <laughs> and uh, uh, Jay, played by Roman. Ramoni, Romani Mike Malco, Romani Malco, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, talking to the woman, and uh, it was a, I don't know, a very good looking uh, blonde. He was talking to, and uh, and you know, you kind of realize he's full of shit, like they all are, kind of, but especially him. What a salesman on the floor, <laughs> yeah. electronics store, yeah, no. yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> he gets back to the uh, the. Uh, the back where he works, the loading, uh, and where Seth Rogen's character works too. Um, and Seth was like, hey, they were just in Tijuana. No, we yeah. saw him. <laughs> we went down and saw the show, and the show was 
there's a woman fucking a horse. <laughs> and he said, you get there, and it's like, it's a woman, woman fucking, fucking a horse. horse. It was really giving it to her. We felt bad for her, and we kind of felt bad for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just, I don't know, there's a lot of things in there I think they just threw in that were, there's all a bunch of funny people, and there's a lot of uh, improv going on, too. There appears to be a lot of improv. Yeah, and that's the best part about those movies. That's why I love them so much. Oh yeah, yeah, and in this, you know, the the DVD DVD I have is the unrated version. It's a good seventeen minutes longer than the theatrical version. Uh So there's a lot of uh, I can't remember what the original version looks like. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the version I saw had no curse words in it at all. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. Yeah, Um, and uh, you. uh, and he's talking to uh, Seth Rogen's character about uh, making egg salad. He says, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> Put the paprika in him. Yeah. Man. I made an egg salad. It was a really good egg salad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't feel like eating it. And also, I didn't have any bread. Yeah. You know, he talked about that, that <laughs> egg salad the same way he talked about touching a woman's boobs. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was like touching he sandbags. Yeah, he did. He did. What? <laughs> Um, I think the egg salad sandwich was a metaphor for his sex life. Yeah. He got yes. all this stuff prepared, but then he just didn't really want it and he didn't have any bread. Yeah. But you know, it kind of goes to, to show too, like how sex can complicate everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the stuff he mastered. Yeah. And all that time. Right. And collected mm-hmm. with no drama and no complications. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that most of the drama and complications came from the guys. Right. Yeah. In the movie. But that, yeah. that's the humor. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. But he was drama free until he involved himself with them. Yeah, yeah, they were all giving him vastly different advice and <laughs> generally making things worse for the most part. Yeah, except for the fact that they uh, helped him set him up with uh, Trish. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Other than that, <laughs> most of what they did was uh, just making things worse. I think. Uh, you know, regardless of that, the best thing they did was they all got out of his way for Trish mm-hmm. in that one scene. They all had the excuse. They right. all got out of his way, right. and he had to step up. Yeah. And Romany Malco is so great. Yes, he just, he's just so smooth. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I know he's been in a lot of things, but he. Which one is that? It's the black Jay. dude, his friend, the black oh, okay. dude. Jay. See, I'm so bad with the name. Well, yeah. I mean, I barely, I mean, I know his name, but he's not, like, point, my point is, he should have been a bigger star because he's he great awesome. I love right. him. He's, he's great in this. He's seen with Kevin Hart was fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's so well put together, <laughs> but then when he cries, you know, right. like, someone's a care man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. all the women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we see they have the scene here with Paul Rudd's character uh, talking about Michael McDonald because uh, they keep playing the Michael McDonald DVD <laughs> over and over again. He's like. If, I hear Yama be there one more time. I'm going to Yama blow my brains out. <laughs> um, you said it so nicely, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and then you have uh, Jay, like I said, Romy Malco, and Mooj, the uh, Indian guy. The older Indian guy. Yeah, oh, arguing. He's hilarious. Aziz is the tall Indian guy, and right, Mooj right. is the Mooj, older Indian older, guy. Older, yeah, the shorter yeah, Indian and guy. And he is funny as hell. He is. He's great. They're talking about the balls and <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're this they're arguing about you know um, the sales. Yeah, the sales. Yeah, stealing each one of their sales or whatever. Um, they're funny, just oh, giving shit, each other man. shit. And he's see that's one of the <laughs> first yeah. time he says, "Go fuck a goat." Yeah, <laughs> why do you yeah. keep telling me to fuck, fuck a goat? goat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and they're uh, the guys were all talking about uh, they're needing a fifth for the poker game. 
they're talking about inviting Andy to the poker game. And, mm-hmm. you know, Seth Rogen's character, who's around him most, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's a serial serial killer or something. Yeah. So, um, but they invite him anyway, right? They get back yeah. to the, uh, and they're, they're playing uh, poker and they're telling sex stories during poker. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but Seth, like Seth Rogen's character talks about, uh, you know, the weirdest thing is like, well, this one, this one chick, I was giving it to her, and then the dog starts looking my ass. Laugh. He's like, "I know you're nasty ass." Finished, right? He's like, "Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, I finished, yeah." <laughs> and uh, but I stole the dog. Yeah, yeah, I stole the dog. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then uh, Andy is uh, so they ask Andy to tell his sex story, and uh, <laughs> I love sex. Yeah, like it's all sex, <laughs> and she was like. Me so horny. <laughs> long time. Hey, good with the voice. Right, right. Me so horny. <laughs> he he long, long time. Right. And, you know, the best sex story you can come up with is from a war movie, basically, you know. Um, it's so great that he was lying and, uh, and uh, he's like, well, so tell me about the breasts. <sighs> you know, you grab a woman's breasts and it feels like a bag of sand. <laughs> And before that happened, Paul Rudd, I think, was already looking at him like, doubt, uh, doubt him? Yeah. Like, what's he up? Was. Something's wrong. Because like, he's like the sex king, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, what's what's going on? And uh, a bag of sand. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> you know, like in Riddles of the Lost Ark, he was measuring out the bag of sand to get the idol, you know? And he had to yeah. get it just right. It was yeah. so malleable. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they're and they're asking him like, how can this happen? You know, how can this happen? And Romney Malco says, it's cool if you fuck guys. I got friends. <laughs> I got friends that fuck guys in prison. In prison, you know, he waits in prison. Yeah, they ain't gay. Yeah. Um, and then you know he leaves. He leaves that night, and uh, he's all upset. And he's he's yelling at himself about, you know, what a stupid lie he told. Like. Me so horny yeah. <laughs> on his bicycle. He's like, and he gets home. He's like, ah, it won't be that bad. They'll forget about it. And then he, you see him laying in bed, and he, you see that he never sleeps. <laughs> in the morning, comes like, oh, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> and I remember when he walks in, and they just say, hey, so he thinks it's okay. Well, no, but until what, the, the, the Hasees, the taller Indian guy, is talking to a customer. Yeah, and he, the customer he, is making fun of him too. Was well, he when he first walked right. in? Seth Rogen was like, "Hey man." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just thought everything was cool at that point. Right, right, right. Until he sees. Right, and the worst thing is that the customers giving him shit too. You know, like some, some random got, customer. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Muj uh, asked comes up. It's like. Asked, you know, it's not that bad. What are you, 25? I'm 40. <laughs> oh, shit, we got to get you laid. <laughs> and here's here's the stuff Moose says. Moose says, life is about passion. It's not about fucking and balls and pussy. It's about love. It's about people. And Andy's agreeing. Yeah, yeah, it's about people. It's about connections. Yeah, yeah. It's not about cock and ass and tits and butthole pleasures. Like, no, it's not about butthole pleasures. <laughs> And Moose says, it's not about rusty trombone and dirty Sanchez and Cincinnati bow tie, <laughs> pussy cock juice, shit stained balls. <laughs> it just keeps, just keeps going. And he's just, Andy's just like, whatever, shaking his head, looking at him. Uh, 
and this is where uh, Jane Lynch comes over. Great, oh, she's hilarious. The great Jane Lynch and uh, says, that's enough. Let the virgin get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so his boss is in on it too. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, we have, uh, you know, Paul Rudd comes and talks to him about it a little bit. I um, can't remember what he says at this point about it, but um, I think he asked him, like, how did it happen or something? And it's a montage of him in his apartment playing the trombone, I think, playing video games, reading comics, uh, doing karaoke. Yeah. And he runs away first. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, right, Dave right, right. runs after him. Right, right. And, uh, and then they, they're eating somewhere. I can't remember where. And then he's Oh, yeah, about yeah. It. They're drinking coffee or something together. Yeah. yeah. And he can't handle the pressure. He has to run. Yeah, yeah. And uh, karaoke, he's singing Word Up at karaoke by himself in his own apartment, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and this is, uh, well, yeah, Paul, uh, Paul Rudd's character is David. He's talking to Andy. And uh, discussing his ex, that's what he talks all about his ex. Like, you know, oh, yeah. she wants Amy. to wants to be a bitch and blow a guy in an Escalade or whatever. <laughs> it was. She wants to go around blowing guys. You know, that's her. That's her journey. You know, that's her journey. <laughs> like something like if it's meant to be or something like that. <laughs> I think he's still holding a torch for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, we don't know at that point. You know, this is. We don't know that Mindy Kaling is playing his ex. Who? No. I mean, at the, you know, The Office had had just premiered. It had only been six episodes in the spring before this movie came out. I mean, I knew Steve Carell was from from being on uh, The Daily Show for a long time, and also doing stuff on SNL the, with Stephen Colbert, the ambiguously gay duo, the cartoon. Um, but Mindy Kaling was like just this from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and. The fact that she was in it playing his uh, his girlfriend was pretty good. Um, and uh, they say, uh, you know, sex should be the last thing on your mind. All the magazines have, oh, they tell him sex should be the last thing on your mind. That's where Andy's walking down the street, the magazine stand. Oh, like every magazine has a like a naked woman on the front. <laughs> and this woman, he walks up to her and actually almost grabs her breasts almost. <laughs> and, uh, and he's walking down the sidewalk in the bus. Eruption. Eruption. The eruption <laughs> cologne. He's just yeah. walking faster than the bus is pacing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, it's, it's great. Runs in the park and there's two dogs. Barking. The two dogs. Yeah, exactly. The two dogs <laughs> fucking. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it show, he, he see flashbacks to his sexual problems when he was younger. Um, you know, him, like, just having a problem, like, getting a girl's bra off or whatever. And then. And then the girl that wants to suck on his toe, and then he kicks her in the face. <laughs> um, and uh, there was blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. She got blood everywhere. She's like, "You could have had all this." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're at the bar, and uh, Jay's talking to him about finding the drunk women. You got to look for the drunk women. He's talking about <laughs> your, peri- oh. your peripheral. You got to look at him and don't stare at him. You can look at him in your peripheral. <laughs> and uh, see, you know, you got to find the drunk ones. You're like, you know, was it a tiger? I'm going to a gazelle. You got to tackle him. And uh, so he's walking, looking at his peripheral when he kicks over like a end table or something in the bar. Um, and then he gets to the woman, starts talking to her, and she's literally like passed out. <laughs> Not that drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the. Um, he says uh, something to uh, I can't remember Seth Rosen's character, but he says, "I'm having trouble finding the drunk the drunk people." He's like, "I I'm the drunk people. I'm the drunk people." And I was dancing around, um, 
I know South Seth Rogen's character has a different like uh, band T-shirt on. Yes, like every not every scene, but actually, yeah, I love that about him. He yeah, Nirvana. He right. A... They were all Universal music artists. Yes, because Universal made the movie. Oh, was it? It was yeah. all for Universal. Yeah. Okay, I didn't notice that. I don't know who was promoting Universal. So okay, I didn't know that. That's Seth Rogen's hot. <laughs> Especially in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was when he, before he really broke out as being a big star. I mean, he was already freaked some geeks. Oh yeah, he was in stuff. He was but, in stuff, but I think uh, he wasn't a lead yet. No, definitely yeah. not a lead yet. Yeah, and, but uh, if he was ad living nearly everything he was doing, he's brilliant at it. Because oh, yeah. everything comes out of him just effortlessly. Yeah, it is. It just appears. That's his confidence. Yeah, that oozes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he even brings it up as first character in the movie. Look at me, I'm ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ugly as fuck, but <laughs> I'm as ugly as can be. Yeah, <laughs> I have confidence. Yeah, yeah. It really does make him hot now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Andy uh, eventually uh, they got the bridal party there, and uh, he leaves with the character Nikki, uh, played by Leslie Mann, <laughs> who is Judd Apatow's wife, the yeah. director's wife, um, um, and. Uh, <laughs> and they're walking out, like you know. Of course, he can't drive because he's got a bicycle. But um, she's like, "That's cool. I'll just suck it up." <laughs> she like sh- tries to shake herself into being sober, basically. And, Keep trying. Uh, yeah. And uh, they get into the. They get in there. She's got a breathalyzer. He's like, can you blow into this? <laughs> I think he says something about where'd you get that. Yeah. It's like the judge order. I noticed that it said zero point zero when he blew into it. Literally, he had nothing in him, no matter what oh, he yeah. drank. His blood alcohol is still 0.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Not even like a 0.001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the perfect music choice, they got the Missy Elliott song when they're driving <laughs> down the road. I mean, picked a great song. Um, and uh, she's weaving all over the place, and uh, she throws up in her mouth and then kisses him. No. Oh. <laughs> What did he say? You had a shrimp today? Yeah, shellfish, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh. I love how she said that car came out of nowhere. Yeah, that car came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, um, and uh, she's almost like a little bit passed out. She's like, God, I hope I get my period soon. I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) And uh, he still want to have sex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she says, uh, you're not going to get in my pants acting like that. <laughs> and this is where she says the line, <laughs> let's get some French toast. Yeah. French toast. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> when I heard uh, Crystal say that line one day. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is definitely one of her favorite movies because I heard her say that. I don't, know. I don't even remember why, but I don't know where get some fucking French toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then she throws up on him. Yeah. Says, I'm sorry. We can <clears throat> We can still have sex if you want. It's like, no, it's all right. And he says, did you have a daiquiri tonight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thought so, yeah. And it's funny, when they when she threw up on her initially, mm-hmm. it was like, just maybe hit the baby's chin, it seemed mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And then they cut back to him, and it was like all over his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of pinkish, I think. Kind of pinkish. The, for the yeah. daiquiri, maybe. Um, um, and, uh, <laughs> and then the guys are giving him shit the next day at work. Um, you know, about riding a bike. It's like, yeah, everyone rides a bike when they're fucking six, you know. Um, and uh, Jay says, your problem is you're putting the pussy on a pedestal. 
And this is also when they're outside. And this lot, this scene cracks me up so much. They're outside breaking the light bulbs. I know. Why? Why were they doing that? Just for fun. Just yeah, for fun. Have you never done that? No. See me. I'm more the safety ball person. Yeah. Oh, well, I wonder why yeah. somebody is doing something crazy yeah. like that. That I'm like, because you know, there's poison inside of those things. Yeah. There's gas and powder. Well, so yeah. my, my that was the only thing that I'm like, if why are they doing if that? If you were in a closed environment, said Adam Dock, it'd be more problematic. But you're basically breaking it out there, and you can leave it out there. I mean, you yeah. know, they love that. Like, oh, we get to actually break yeah, the light yeah. bulbs. Yeah, I know Seth Rogen. He was wearing gloves, so he was, you know, at least he wouldn't cut his hands or whatever. See, I, I cut my hand wide open on a on a neon gaslight, so that's oh, really? all I know. And I'm like, what are oh, you neon, neon's is tougher glass. I mean, it is, but this, it has the same stuff inside, that same powder in it, which mm. made, you know, when I got cut, it made me really sick. So. Oh, really? Like, okay. What are they doing? That's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wasn't worried about her. You're just like, why are they doing that? Yeah. yeah. All the other stuff, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were doing guy stuff. That is They're totally out, guy they stuff. They were out on the dock breaking stuff, not only on the ground, but on each other. Mm -hmm. See, the mom in me is like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were bonding guys with guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was just kind of those random things. Just I mean, like, would you two be interested in doing something like that? I would do that. I yeah. Would, I would with gloves? I, 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 have, have, I, I, I mean, have done that. Yeah. With gloves. <laughs> yeah. With gloves, sure. I have replaced many of those bulbs and purposely broke a few. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know. Yeah. And that was definitely directed for you guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's definitely a... We saw the humor in it. I think you just saw you the felt danger. the bonding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done yeah. that before. Yeah, um, and uh, no, I was going to mention too the uh, the her. I mean, drunk driving scene. Of course, she's not drunk, but I don't know if they even even film a scene like that today. You know, the, the, there's I don't think there the is responsibility of a, of a well, drunk driving. She was completely irresponsible. I right, they would because yeah. you're literally showing that this is a drunk person who's completely irresponsible, as right. opposed to someone who. Uh, it's just for laughs or fun. It's definitely funny and all right, laughs, right. but uh, completely irresponsible. Right. If they show any responsibility, mm -hmm. they wouldn't do that anymore. They yeah. wouldn't show her saving a kitten. Oh, I'm doing all this to get here to save this kitten. And, you know, yeah. oh, it makes it all worthwhile. No, they would never do that part. Yeah. But the other part, you know, completely blasted, driving around. Yeah. 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 I love how she kept staring at him. Look at me. Why aren't <laughs> yeah. you looking at me? Like, yeah. Look at the road, but he never sees yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. Uh, I was reading the trivia that uh, when she, Swiped all those cars in a row. Apparently, that was the uh, suggestion of their daughter. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, mom swiped all the cars. She goes, yeah. And she goes, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was definitely good. That was a funny that part. Was oh, yeah, the whole thing. And she she didn't even goes, realize she hit any of them. No, so she no. got the last one. Right. Come and she on, goes no. to park it, and she slams the front of that one car and spins around. <laughs> Fucker came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. It, that, that that scene made me laugh so much the first time I saw it. It still does. I mean, it's, um, <laughs> um, and then um, this is uh, where Catherine Keener comes in, Trish, and wants to buy VCR. And the other guys basically say, uh, they basically put Andy, he's like, Andy will help you. He knows everything about it. Yeah. And she's like, uh, you know, about a VCR. Then it's like, why are you, you know, VCR is a dead technology. Once you buy this DVD, -R, DVD VCR combo, and it'll be good for, she's like, well, six months, you know, about six <laughs> minutes probably. And uh, she gives him his number, and all the guys are proud, like, no, you definitely pulled the number. Like, she gave you the number. I mean, and like, why don't, why don't I need your number? Your store's right next door. It's like, she's like, well, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have a good answer for that. You know, just, 
I just wanted to give you my number. And uh, and then they have the <laughs> they have the uh, scene where they lock him. They, they go out and get drunk, and uh, they lock him in the room, uh, the sound room or whatever. And they got porn playing on the big screen, and they lock him in there. <laughs> and they're all drunk, and they lock him in there and leave for the night. Um, that was pretty funny little bit there. And uh, so, uh, I read trivia on this. Yeah, who it is? The uh, act- <laughs> the actress there is Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lady I know who of that Trump. Is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lady of Trump fame. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even realize who that was on the screen, but that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I just I caught it uh, last time I watched it. I'm like, you didn't realize oh, that. You, you recognize her. No, I knew. I recognize. You recognize the butt or the vagina? Oh, everything, you know, everything, you know, everything. Uh, I've seen that butt. titty before. Just the butt, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, re- I looked at it on the credits. I'm like, holy shit! Like, I mean, I knew her face because I've you know seen this movie a bunch of times, but I'm like, what? Oh yeah, Stormy Daniels. See, I didn't. They did a good job because there's so many things that I don't even didn't even realize. Yeah, there's. there's and I've seen that this movie like I don't know forty times. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've probably seen it. 20 at least, I guess, something like that. Um, I've seen it twice. Really? Yes. Well, you paid attention really well. <laughs> no, I, before I watched it, I went through all the trivia stuff. I'm okay. When I watch it, I get okay. a different perspective than someone else. It's kind of like reading the book years. first. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the next thing we have, the uh, they, they talk him in to get his chest, chest wax. Oh, that is my favorite part. And, because... Yeah. And of course, it's it's you know it's real. You know, yes. he insists on it. He's like, "Funner if it's real. You know, if it's all fake, it's not going to be a who cares." And it's a real woman waxing him. Yeah. You see the little blood coming yeah. through. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. And that was definitely one of the scenes that, even if you didn't hear about this movie, you probably heard. <laughs> even if you know the movie, you probably heard about that scene. Like yes. The, the girl waxing him looked incredibly both distressed and. She wanted to break down laughing continuously. Right, right, yes. right. Yeah, you could tell she definitely wasn't happy. I'm sorry, I'm hurting you. I want to laugh so hard. Right. And then, you know, she had to be okay with him calling her names, too. And, you know. and I love the, the smiley face. Yeah, the man on lantern. The man on lantern. Yes. Yeah. And then they, they have the, the tufts of hair on the wax laying. She would put the next to put the Yeah, she right. would put it down with the real hairy right. tape right there. That was funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. He's got the <laughs> dozens of like little holes of blood, and even when he's, you know, all the guys are giving him shit when he's doing it, and uh, and then he's walking home with his shirt, and you see all the blood coming out of his shirt, <laughs> and uh, you know he's actually pissed at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it was his idea to do it, you know, because it's it's funnier, obviously. Probably definitely. Yeah, and and we'll be back right after this. Andy. Don't let them bother you. It's okay not to have sex. Not everybody's a pussy magnet. You, uh, what are you, 25? I'm 40. Holy shit, man, you've got to get on that. Life isn't about sex. Life is about children and passion yeah. and spirit. Yeah, it's life's about passion. It's not about fucking and balls and pussy. It's about love. It's about people. It's about connection. It's all about connections. But it's not about tossing salad. It's set about cock and ass and tits mm-hmm. and butthole pleasures. It's not about butthole pleasures at all. It's not about his rusty trombone and his dirty Sanchez. 
Is that about the rainbow showers and the camel toe slide? And the Cincinnati bow tie? The Arabian goggles or the hot car? And, and pearl necklace? Or pussy juice cocktails? And the, the jagged head dildos? And the double-decker pussies? Okay, I, you know, double pussies the, and... The shit-stained balls? And come swapping in the hanging brain? Instead of the rattlesnake wiggle? And the alligator fuckhouse? Donkey punch or the teabagging? Move, just please stop. Just All relax. Right. That's enough. Party's oh. over. You want to drive? Uh, I don't um, have a car with me here. Ask so. uh, suck it up. Drive it. Are you drunk? No, I didn't have anything to drink. Go into this? Oh, okay. <laughs> What is this? Um, the judge recommended I get one. Whoa, okay. Wow. That's fast. Give me some new shit. Okay. Come on, you're on the lasso. Missy be putting it down. I'm the hottest ground. I'm the young mother. Y'all can't stop me now. Listen to me now. I'm less than 20 rounds. And if you want me, then come on, get me now. Since you're with me now. And Dan's like, you are such a B-I-T-C-H-Bitch. And I'm like, people say you're the best, bitch. You know? Uh-huh, yeah. Well, who's your name again? Andy. Andy. Let me tell you something, Andy. Don't ever be named Dan. Dan rhymes with man and men jerk off. And he was a jerk off. Do you know what I mean? Yo, look out! Wow. Um, I like you. I like you. You're not a jack. Who's that bitch? Uh, People you know. Uh, me and That's okay. I think I kind of had that coming. I'll still have sex with you if you want. You know what? I think I'm going to pass on the sex if you don't mind. 
I said I have to work out tomorrow. Did you have a daiquiri tonight? Yeah. I thought you might. Okay, we're back here on the podcast talking about 40-year-old virgin. And this movie, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, score on this movie is 85. 85? I think it should be higher. I think it should be too, but for a raunchy comedy, that's pretty high. That's pretty high. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes always scores pretty bad. This is the critic score, right? Yeah, critic mm-hmm. score, yeah. That's pretty good for a raunchy comedy, you know, because, you know, raunchy comedies are usually automatically hated by some Knock it points off for all the ad living, the not so tight script. Yeah, yeah. But 85 is pretty good. That's that's about average for the movies I do on the podcast, I think, probably. That's pretty good. Um, the budget on the movie was $26 million, and it made $177 million at the box office. So that's pretty good. But big almost, hit. Almost eight, nine times. Yeah, it's a big, big hit. Um, the adjusted uh, for inflation, $234 million for the movie. So that's pretty solid. Um, probably puts it, uh, you know, I'd say above average for the, all the movies we've done on the podcast. Not not near the top for sure, but it's pretty good. Uh, one thing is pretty impressive about the awards. This movie won the AFI, which is the American Film Institute mm-hmm. Award for Movie of the Year. Wow. Oh, yeah, I remember what that. Was up against? What, did I mean, it, what did it beat out? Uh, I don't know. The AFI Awards, they just they just say who won. Yeah. I, mean, I could have, I, mean, I could probably could look that up. I guess won the Oscars. Right well, it didn't. Sure it it didn't win any. It didn't win any Oscars. Why didn't it make a number two? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't know. They probably didn't want to make a number two. But they did. They did. Knocked up was supposed to be. Oh yeah, that's right. This. That's right. Oh, but okay. by the time they made it, they kind of moved on from a lot of the characters, and so Knocked Up became its own movie, mm-hmm. and then it had its own sequel. Okay. Okay. Well, this is forty. Is yeah. Is the sequel to Knocked Up, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, but AFI Award Movie of the Year, I mean, because AFI Award is, you know, they're the ones that made the, makes the, the top 100 movie list of all time, the official oh, okay. one that people pay attention to, American Film Institute, mm-hmm. like the real I mean, if thing. they were to, like, make another one, they should do it with all of them, like, really old, and then, was it Jay? Mm-hmm. You know, he had the baby coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his son's, like, a 40-year-old virgin, <laughs> they try to help him. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Or... Reverse it. Jay's kid, 16, 17, 18, mm-hmm. stop him from having sex. All these guys oh, are all yes. about having sex all the time. Now suddenly they've got to stop him. That yeah. is a good, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That would be, be a good one. Yeah. And since we know that hot grandma has a baby, we don't know boy or girl, mm-hmm. put those two together. True. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Good idea. Yeah. That's true because we really never meet good. the grandchild. We never meet the You uh, know, she's one years old or, or whatever. Or the, or the, or the child. Mm-hmm. Right, boy or girl who had mm-hmm. the grandchild. Right, right. We only meet the uh, teenager, Ken Dennings, and, and, and like the, the, the six-year-old. Six yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's that'd be a good idea. If they wanted to make a sequel, but they could because they could we do a whole episode verse, you know. Because Judd Apatow can can if he wants to get it made, it'll it'll be made. Yeah. It's just a matter of if it's a good idea for him because he's one of the most you know powerful directors in Hollywood. He can. I would love to see them all like aged out yeah. and gray hair and I mean, you know, walking around. Like I said, if you wanted kids. to, he could do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He could, no one's going to say sure. no to that. That would make the money. Yeah, it would for sure. Um, and then, um, and then also, uh, it didn't win. It won a bunch of little awards. It didn't. It was not nominated for any Golden Globes or Oscars, but it did win the uh, Writers Guild Award for Best Screenplay, which is a pretty important award. 
I mean, that's a very important word. Um, and the next thing we have is, uh, now this movie was released August 19, 2005. This is something we talk about each week. Uh, first saw the movie. Crystal, when did, do you remember when you first saw the movie? Oh, gosh. You know, I don't know. I know it was probably probably around then, I think, or yeah. after it I came mean, to DVD. I didn't see it in the You didn't see it in theaters? Okay. I wanted to, yeah. but I do that a lot. I'm like, oh, Me I too, there's yeah. so many movies I haven't Me seen too. that I'll see on DVD because yeah. a lot of times I don't have time. So when it yeah. came out, I know I was you know, renting it, but I know I rented it at least a million times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I watched it over and over. Yeah. And... But you definitely loved it the first time you saw it. Oh, sure. yes. And I, I yeah. really love the lady who's, you know, uh, offering him sex. Mm-hmm. His boss. Yeah, Jane Lynch. <laughs> and she just wants to smell yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> he smells yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, I mean, she'd been around already at that point, but she got huge after this. I mean, not just because of this. But Jane yeah. Lynch has been in so many things. I I know she's been in some things. Mm-hmm. I don't, I couldn't tell you what. Right. Yeah. She is awesome in that, and she plays such a small role, but then they're right. so awesome. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> she and Carell worked together on Second City, the, Second in, the City. improv group. Yeah. Um, so that's how they knew each other. So I'm sure she was probably oh, okay. because of her improv chops. Yeah, that's a big uh, Chicago improv group. Yeah. One of the biggest ones, probably the biggest one. One that led to, in in some ways, led to a lot of Saturday Night Live people. Yeah. The beginning oh, of Saturday Night Live, okay. you know, a lot of them, uh, Bill Murray, and uh, a lot of them. Came from there, Chris Farley, and a lot of them. He would have been good if he was still alive. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, Paul, when did you first see the movie? Probably seven or eight years after it came out. Yeah, I did not know Apto was, and not seen Freaks and Geeks. None of that. Mm-hmm. I discovered Freaks and Geeks sometime after it had ended, and I just picked up the whole season or the whole series, like in for like mm-hmm. ten bucks. Yeah, and binge watched it and loved it. Yeah. Suddenly started searching for him. Yeah. Just Started finding all the stuff mm-hmm. because uh, I knew that the, the creator behind it was the one that you got to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely saw this in theaters probably the weekend it came out. Um, I was living, it was a brief time where I was living in Texas, I was living in Dallas, and I was seeing a movie every every week, probably, if not more than once a week. I mean, I was going to see this anyway because I already knew who Steve Crow was and I already loved The Office. I'd only been on a few episodes, but I knew it looked great, and I saw it, I think, the weekend it came out, and then it was so good that I went again with uh, my work, uh, it was 7-Eleven when I was in Texas, and my boss, Sherry, I was like, you got to watch this movie, so we went and watched it, and she loved it too, great movie. See, I had it on, do you remember the Blockbuster Online? Yeah, yeah. Accounts? You know, I think you could have, I forget how many, and you could change your order and your favorite movies, and then, yeah, 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 I just kept reading it. <laughs> I oh, would yeah. watch it, yeah. it and send it back, and then yeah. I kept flipping it up. You know, it's my top movie. So. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the uh, I, I used to I used to buy a bunch of DVDs, and about two thousand five, I just pretty much like quit. Like I was like, eh, I don't care. I don't know why I'm buying mm-hmm. all these DVDs. There's only like there's only like maybe three or four movies I've bought in the last. 15 years, really. Yeah. And 40 Year Old Virgin is one of them, and Borat is another one, and The Simpsons. Movie. Oh, Borat. Those are the, like the only three movies I bought like on DVD wow. in forever, because I used to buy them constantly, and I was like, eh, why bother? So. You can uh, watch them from anywhere. Right. Yeah. You got Hulu or Netflix or the Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah. 
they have your whole library. Yeah. And, uh, and we also talk about uh, the movies that were in theaters when this movie was out. I'm going to list a bunch of them here. Uh, War of the Worlds, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Wedding Crashers, the Dukes of Hazard movie, Four Brothers, and Lord of War. Only one of those is on the theater. That was the uh, first one. War of the Worlds? Yeah, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. One of the movies that made me uh, like Tom Cruise again. Yeah. Because um, he literally, uh, although uh, he ran the, throughout the whole movie, like for fear of his life, he was not really the star of the movie because the, the aliens drove the whole story narrative. Yeah. He was just trying to catch up to his kids. I'm not yeah. a big fan of him. I, I loved him in Legend. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. But I just don't think he's cute. He's too cocky. Yeah. <laughs> he's overconfident. Yeah. For a while there, all I saw was Tom Cruise in the movie. And then uh, there was a movie with Jimmy Fox. He was the bad guy. Collateral. 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 Uh, War of the Worlds. And there was one other movie where it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was whatever character he was portraying. And it just got me back around. And of course, the. Tropic mission, Thunder? No. Oh. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, mm -hmm. of course, the Mission Impossible movie, you don't care who yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Crystal, did you do you remember you've seen any of those in theaters? Those movies? I don't know. Not at all. No? Mm -hmm. I saw War of the Worlds. I saw Charlie and the Factory. And I saw Four Brothers in theaters. Like I said, I was going to the movies a lot when I lived in Texas. And, and it's a wide group of movies. Yeah. And uh, Duke's Wedding Crashers, for some reason, I didn't watch until a couple years later. Wedding Crashers is awesome. Yeah, I love that. Movie. Yeah, I didn't see it until a few years later. For, I don't know why. I'm sure I would have loved it myself, but I saw it. I can't. I did not Every see time it. I watch it again, it, it's better yeah. than the first time. I did not see that Buddy Crashers in the theaters. I'm not still too crazy about it. Of all those no. movies, probably mm -hmm. Four Brothers is my favorite. Really? I wasn't really into that. I saw Four Brothers in theaters. I was like, eh. It doesn't mm -hmm. have enough comedy for me. And just kinda, well, so I, I have to have something grab my attention. I understood it was a remake. Yeah. Four Brothers was a remake of. The Sons of Katie Elder. Oh, Lane that's right. Martin. It was, wasn't yeah. it? John Wayne movie? Yeah. Okay. So I understood what, what they were going and for. Andre 3000 was in that too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He that's lives awesome. here. For our listeners, he lives uh, close to us over here in Stone Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's what he, I heard. He, I know where he lives. I mean, I don't Andre 3000. You know where he lives. Yeah. Well, I used to. I mean, you used to hang out with him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, I used to work for Domino's in that area, and he, used to, he ordered. I talked to him on the phone once. Didn't know who he was until we should try to go visit him after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, bring a nice. Yeah, go up the night of, we were just talking about the forty-year-old version. We thought of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, I think I mentioned this in the podcast before. The Dukes of Hazard movie. I mean, I saw it. They're like, Ugh. Um, but the uh, Texas Roadhouse here in Snellville has a mural on the wall of Dukes of Hazard movie. Did they do it there? We're thinking maybe maybe they filmed something there. I know they did like a road trip over in downtown Lawrenceville at that. Huh. What was that restaurant? It's right there in downtown Lawrenceville. Yeah. So the whole movie is filmed like around there. Is it? Okay. Uh, Not the old red barn. No, no, no. It's down the street from there, though. I don't know. Gosh. Like was it? No. In it's Lawrence, not a in Lawrenceville? Downtown Lawrenceville. So it's like, oh, uh, you the, know, there's the like a the car corner? place. It's, yeah, it's on the corner. The, the, the Italian place on the corner. I think it is the Italian place. Yeah, I don't know the name of it. It's some mm -hmm. kind of cafe thing, but it's, yeah, it's over, like if you're leaving is downtown, it's, 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 like it's a, on the right. It's like uh, across the corner from McCray's. Is McCray's? No, I know what you're thinking of. No, mm -hmm. it's, 
If you go around like you're coming back up like this, you're also doing, I believe. If you're going, if you're going, if you're going towards, say, uh, <laughs> 16, you'd be like, right now, universal joint on the right, nothing else on the on the right. And you know, how about, I'm going to look it up right now, because <laughs> okay. otherwise I'm like. We'll keep, we'll keep going when you look it yeah, up. Yeah, um, you do that. But, uh, uh, you know, Lord of War was a, actually a pretty good movie. A lot of people talk about Nick, Nick, Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, you know, um, I think I did see that in the theaters. Because it was Nicolas Cage, but yeah. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, it's we were selling selling guns yeah, or something I, like that. Yeah, it's, it's um, and then Charlie and Chocolate Factory, big disappointment. Uh, the Johnny Depp one. Um, now, director Judd Apatow, um, like we talked about, he he was uh, behind Freaks and Geeks. Yes, who every people love now, and I watched. I didn't watch that, but when Undeclared was on, I watched Undeclared, and I liked it a lot. Seth Rogen was on that too. And uh, so was uh, Heath Ledger, um, and um, and he did. Uh, he directed Knocked Up. He directed Funny People. This is Forty, Trainwreck, uh, the new movie King of Staten Island. Apatow directed Trainwreck. Right. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. Gwinnett Diner. Gwinnett Diner apparently is the answer to what we're looking for. Uh, I don't know. It's on. Okay, maybe. It, well, it is. It's downtown on for Scenic Highway near Gwinnett Drive. Oh, I think that's a <gasps> shop now. Isn't it it just closes doors for the final time. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, that, maybe I it is. those raised donuts. It could be because it's just as closed oh, as doors. It's been donuts. open since yeah, 1974. Yeah, I know raised donuts. I know what you mean now. Um, but then the building looks like raised donuts. <laughs> but it could be some of this. Um, but also, uh, he directed uh, The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, which is an HBO two part miniseries. Yeah. Is that uh, like one of them soft porns or what? No, 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 it sounds like no. It's just uh, a life of uh, the comedian Gary Shandling. Is that after Gary died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really great. And uh, but yeah, Freaks and Geeks undeclared. Uh, Freaks and Geeks is something you would love if you've never seen it. It's on Netflix. Oh, I love Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the tagline for this movie, a comedy about the moments that touch us in ways we've never been touched before. Oh, that sounds a little <laughs> bit weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like the four-year-old version right, or a yeah. nice soft HBO porn. Right, right. So or some other kind of weird junk. So that, that's a good one. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, now here's something we talk about each each week, Crystal. And this isn't something that's a well, I don't think you, have you ever heard of the Bechdel test? The who? Bechdel test. Never heard. It's, it's a test for movies, and it's basically a, to find out. Paul, oh, you want to explain mm -hmm. the rules? Um, the Bechdel test is determine how female centric the movie might be, and the rules are: they have to be more than two women with names that are named. We know their names, and you know their names, right? And then the two women have to talk to each other and have to talk about something other than the guys in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it. If, that, if they don't pass the test, then it's too guy centric. Oh. And most of the movies, almost every movie on my list does not pass the test. Does not pass the test. In this movie, yeah. you have a number of women that you know the names of. Right. Um, but whether they talk to each other, right? I don't know. I, I, See, I don't even her. That, well, most of our movies don't even come close. This yeah. one might. Maybe her, Trish, and her daughter talking about her going to this, see whether she's going to have sex or not. Yeah. Oh, that but that also <laughs> involves her boyfriend. So. Yes, it does. You have sex with yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but what the overall scene, it does involve them talking of bringing up the guys in right. the lives, but it's right. really the two of them talking to each other. Right. 
but I can't remember the daughter's name. Uh, oh my gosh, she's in. Uh, what but is we it? know her name. Like, new what? Girls, I think. Well, Kat, yeah, Kat Dennings, who was in right. the, uh, not New Girl, but the Two Broke Girls. Two, two Broke Girls, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, her character name. Is you have another character. The character's name. Yeah, the character of this. I'm pretty sure it's said at some point. Yeah, and I, I mean, we don't remember now. She but introduces it's them. It's sad. Yeah. Um, <clears> I would say that. I wish maybe two of the more main characters talk mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah. Um, but I think it passes yeah. on a slim margin. <laughs> and most of my movies do not even come close. But Apato knows how to have characters talk to each other about things other than the main things going on. In fact, most of the characters in this movie, talk, <laughs> when they talk to each other, they're not talking about whatever the main storyline is. Right. And that makes it. It's probably because funny. when women talk to each other, even in movies, it becomes more of a drama or romance to really? that, you know, because well that's because so uh, the whole point of the Bechdel test is that's the way the men who make the movies mm-hmm. portray the women right they are right. only there to, to, to be the, the director is almost always a man the writer is usually a man yeah, if they have something to say it's about the guy in the movie that, right uh, so the test is are the women more than just eye candy yeah. Or sex objects, or the yeah. woman to be rescued. Balls and calling. Are they, in other words, are they real human beings, or are they just uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. dress. Right. So we always talk about it, although most of the time they fail. But I would say that uh, Apato has a very good eye for all his characters, men, women, everyone. Right. And he lets everyone be themselves. So yeah. I think uh, almost all of his movies would somehow. Yeah, I think success. so. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I think this one, uh, this one passes, but it passes. Um, so we'll give it, we'll give it a pass. I think this one does pass. Very few do, but ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we uh, let's see where are we at. Uh, we have the um, uh, Paul Rudd's character brings wow. over the big box of porn. He's like, oh. this is just, a, this is just a lot of movies I ran into back in the summer of '03, <laughs> and uh, uh, Boner Jams '03 or whatever. <laughs> And then he's naming them all. It's like, have you ever seen School of Rock? Well, this is School, School of Cock. Cock. Sorry, you know, Jack Blackcock. And, and he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, this is Everybody's Loves Raymond. It's not, a, it's not a porn. It's just a great show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it, you know, the fact that he, whatever, he's, okay, he's a virgin, but he also refuses to ever masturbate is a little... That's insane. great. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> right, right, and then he puts in "Everybody Loves Raymond." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lights yeah. the candles, uh, and you know, watching the porn. That's where Stormy Daniels. He was getting all. Was there with her tits when she's hanging out, <laughs> and he's trying to talk in her voice. Oh, hey, what do you want to do and stuff and <laughs> shit and uh? We <laughs> <laughs> some money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, he puts in "Everybody Loves Raymond," <laughs> and uh, you can't get horny with that. Yeah. And uh, and then next you see the speed dating scene. They take him to speed dating. Oh, and Gina. Right, this right. Mo Collins. Of all the women there, right. Gina was the hottest. Yeah, Gina was the hottest. Yeah, she, was. she really was, though. Right, right. And she was like, maybe if you could just be yeah. softer you of, yourself. And... You got a lot of soft features. Yeah. Put, you, put on some mascara or whatever. Some, some rouge. rouge. Some rouge. rouge. <laughs> It'll help me kind of ease over into the moon. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, and he's, he talks to the one woman who... Uh, her uh, her one tit falls out. Like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he's like he's like not even trying to look away. And... I love this. If Seth Rogen or Jay had been sitting there, their reaction would have been totally different. Oh yeah. And yeah. all I could think is, why aren't they seeing this? <laughs> right. right. Exactly. 
Yeah. He's so uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, the uh, and this is also where uh, Paul Rudd's ex, Minnie Kaling, mm, shows like, up. And, Amy, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he realized that Paul Rudd's just, you know. Well, I didn't know all that. <laughs> yeah. He's a doormat for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's also, you know, Gina played by Mo Collins, right? The great Mo Collins. From See, Mad I don't know TV. who that is. Well, for one thing, it's Stuart's mom from Mad TV. You know Stuart. Oh, that's Stuart's yeah, mom. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. no yeah. idea. But she's been in so many things. She's been in. She was in Parks and Rec. She played like the local TV host. She was in Arrested Development. She's so many, so oh, many different no comedies. She's great. Yeah, Mo Collins. She's awesome. Um, and uh, <laughs> the. And the speed dating's over, like where uh, Paul Rudd walks out and he's pissed off, and you see him throw his drink up in the air like it's gonna break, and he also throws a lit cigarette back <laughs> on the, the carpet or whatever. Um, and uh, they're back in uh, they're back in the uh, store, and uh, Seth Rogen's saying, "You know what's a fun game? You take three Excedrin PMs and see if you can whack off before you fall asleep." <laughs> Either way, you're winning. You are. He said, "You always win. That's the best part." You know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where Jay's wife comes in because he's been cheating on her. And, oh. uh, and then Andy basically s- sticks up for her, like stands in front and like he blames it on him. Ho show. Yeah. You said that. You said <laughs> Damn was, right. She were a whole boat yeah. show. <laughs> said, said you were hurting for a squirting. <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking to Andy. He's like, You're never gonna get a woman if you talk like that. You know, you don't you know me. Put a leash on your you bitch. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and uh, just for a brief moment, you have Wayne Fetterman playing customer, and Wayne Fetterman's in every Judd Apatow movie and just about every comedy movie you've seen in the last 20 years. He has like a one-line part. He usually plays a doctor or something. You know his face if you see him, but anyway, Wayne oh. Fetterman has been in 100 different things. Um, uh, he also was uh, the very ending. We've been watching Community lately, and he was in the very last episode of Community playing a, playing a dad in uh, the very final scene of Community. Uh, he's been in so many things. Such a great show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talk about community often here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gradually going into a community podcast, I think. So, <laughs> um, And uh, and then Jay sets him up. He's like, we're going to have a party tonight. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he tells him where to go. And you know, Andy arrives at the party, the hotel room. And we don't know that it's transvestite there. And he gets um, back. He gets back to work the next day. You guys even like me? <laughs> And and he tells he tells Jay that's transvestite and Jay doesn't know apparently. How do you know? It's like her hands were as big as Andre the Giants and her Adam's apple were as big as her balls. <laughs> um, okay, so Jay, Jay goes. So you're not really sure, right? Right. And uh, and one of them, I mean Paul Red, one of them says you got a, you got a Hummer from the tranny, didn't you? And Jay just looks it off. He doesn't answer. <laughs> he just looks off in his face. <laughs> um, and then this is where uh, this is where Andy walks across the street to. Trisha's store finally, and uh, you know, ask her, ask her out, and uh, and the great scene where we finally get to meet. Yes, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Jonah oh, Hill. that's right. Yeah. And then he wants the shoes. And remember, right. I, the last time we watched it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's him!" Yeah, I never noticed that before. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if she ever gave him the shoes. <laughs> yeah, I know. The great uh, goldfish, like high heel. But he would have so worn them because he's great. I really just want to take these home and put them on. <laughs> <laughs> he's so great. I mean, this is this is you know his introduction, really, as far as a big movie. I'm sure um, this is. He was already in Superbad. Superbad came out. No, Superbad was a couple years later. 
2007. I thought Superbad was a year before this. No, no, it was a couple years later, 2007. Um, but uh, this is Jonah Hill's like, as you know, as far as a big screen movie, this is his you know debut, you know, um, and uh, and then Andy, uh, you have. Uh, Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd playing video games at Andy's house. And this is where Andy calls Trish to ask, ask her out, like actually set up a, you know, whatever. And this is the, this is, you know how, you know how I know you're gay? Yeah. So I got them all here. Uh, these, these were all ad lib. They yeah. had to have been. They, they were all really completely ad lib. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, are you gay now? And this Paul Rudd says, no, I'm not gay. I'm just celibate. And Seth Rogen says, you know, I just want you to know this is like the first of three conversations leading to be you, you being gay. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is where they, they start to run off the, uh, you know how you know you're gay because you macramade yourself a pair of jean shorts. Uh, you know how you're, I know you're gay. You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. Um, and because you're gay and you can tell who the gay people are and uh, you know how I know you're gay, you like Coldplay and uh, you like the movie Made in Manhattan. And I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread. Once. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. And uh, you have a rainbow bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. And he's like, is that, that's gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he gets off the phone. He comes back in and, uh, and says, Trisha's picking me up in an hour. Cause he has to explain the words of bicycle. Um, she thinks it's a motorcycle. It's like, oh, I, I, I ride a bike. Oh, I love bikes. I <laughs> was in college. I was in college with a motorbike. Yeah. Oh, no, I ride a bike, 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 bicycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he tells the guy she's coming to pick me up in an hour. And he's like, that's fucked up, man. He's like, why? You got a billion toys and more video games than a teenage Asian kid. And he says, is that the $6 million man's boss? He's like, yeah, that's Oscar Goldman. He's worth a lot more than six. And see Boston. <laughs> He's like, that might be great, but that's not cool. And they say, you framed an Asia poster? How hard did the guys at the frame store laugh? <laughs> you want to frame an Asia poster? And then Trish comes to pick him up, and his apartment is empty. Nothing there. Nothing. Just hardwood floors. Uh, I'm getting the carpets installed tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he makes a joke something about maybe if I maybe if I dig under the hardwood floor, maybe there's carpeting. He's like, no, that's never the best. It's kind of funny that there's a thin line between being a virgin and a serial killer. (laughs) Right, 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 exactly. Um, And uh, they go to dinner at the hibachi place, and uh, the uh, you know there's a family next to them and whatever, singing happy birthday, and they have fun. They get back to the bedroom, and uh, she tells them to pick out a condom, you know. (laughs) Can I use one of these magnums? <laughs> you know, you think he would have read up at one point. Yeah. Paul was uh, mimicking him putting the condom over his entire forearm. Oh, could you not see that? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he would have read up, at least have some idea how to put a condom on. Like he had no, uh, right? no idea what's going on. <laughs> I mean, there was how many condoms by the time the right. kids came in? Right. Like 10 condoms. And he like, he which, tasted one. Or which whatever. made the kids think. That they've been, yeah, like, smacking it, yeah, hours. yeah, or him trying to put them over his balls, yeah, <laughs> over his balls. He blew one up like a balloon. He put one under his toe. <laughs> the snap was, was hard to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. And uh, and then this is where uh, this is where and then her daughter walks in. You get like, oh, God. Yeah, and I can't. Yeah, <laughs> so unfair. Yeah. And yeah, this is this is where we meet Kat Dennings here for the first time on her uh, 
probably her debut, the big movie at least, you know. Um, and uh, and this the next scene is uh, he call you see him on the phone. He's like, uh, yeah, I was told to call if I had an erection more than four oh, hours. Yeah. Trunk, because I'm putting my bike in it. <laughs> you know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Oh, oh, leave my torso alone, at least. Um, I also wanted to call and, uh, and see what night you might want to go out. I'm actually free tonight. Uh, well, I'll... Okay, well, no, I was thinking maybe this weekend, but that's good. Okay. Oh, great. Okay, what time do you want to pick me up? Um... Uh... Let's see. Um... That's actually kind of a problem because I ride a bike. That's cool. Are you kidding me? I love getting on the back of a motorcycle. My boyfriend in college drove a motorcycle. So, I mean, yeah. so I'm cool. Yeah, I bet that was cool. I ride a bike, bikes, bicycle, bicycle. Oh. You know how I know that you're gay? How? You like the movie Made in Manhattan? You know I know you're gay? How? I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know how I know that you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? God damn it. I'm ripping your head off right now. It's off? And now I'm throwing it at your body. Fuck you! Oh. You guys, she's uh, picking me up in an hour. Oh, drag, dude. Wait, wait, she's picking you up from here? Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Why? Why? Seriously. I mean, look at this place, man. You got, you, you got to see this through the eyes of a woman, you know? What, what is she going to think when she comes in here? Oh, look. He's got... A billion toys. So what? And more video games than a teenaged Asian kid. Alright. Is that the six million dollar man's boss? It's Oscar Goldman. Why do you have that? That's worth a lot of money. That's much more valuable than Steve Austin. Well, that may be the case, but none of this shit is sexy, okay? I'm not trying to be sexy, man. I mean, there's Asia? You framed an Asia poster? How hard did the people at the frame store laugh when you brought this in? They did not laugh at me. No, I hear gay? 
Because you like Asia. You guys cool it with the gay. You know, she's on her way over here, okay? First you relax, okay? Just uh, tell, just stop calming me down and tell me what I should do. Okay, we just take everything that's embarrassing and we move it out of here so it doesn't look like you live in Neverland Ranch. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. So, um, you want to head out? Do you just move in or something? Oh no, no! Actually, I'm getting new carpet into. I'm having carpet put in tomorrow, so, uh, so. Uh -huh. Oh well. Yeah. No. Okay. Looks good with the floors. Yeah. All right. I should tear up the hardwood and see if there's carpet underneath. <laughs> <laughs> That's never the case. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back here on the podcast on 100 Movies I Love, talking about the 40-year-old virgin. Uh, right now, we're going to talk to Crystal Michaels and. Uh, Talk about some of her, other than this, some of her favorite movies of all time. What are your favorite movies of all time? My favorite movie of all time is Step Brothers. Step Brothers, no, really? No, I've seen that literally like a hundred yeah. times. Step I remember my first beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we watched that together. Step Brothers is, yeah. Step Brothers is amazing. Yeah. That's the one with the Will Ferrell and Marky Mark. Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, I there, know you've seen it. How could you not see Step Brothers? Yeah, like, you've seen it. Well, yeah. Uh, the one scene that gets me is uh, is uh, um, when they're they're uh, on the way to the house and they they're doing chorus to "Sweet Child of Mine," <laughs> but singing it singing like a school chorus, singing "Sweet Child of Mine." He almost rears off. He's giving his wife traffic. shit because she's not. You know, she's not a good singer or whatever. Yeah. Catherine Mon, she's the like great Catherine Mon. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Uh, if I could shove you up in my vagina and just roll it a little ball. Yeah. When I feel a tickle in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just noticed your hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah. Oh, when she pisses like a man in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, that woman rocks. And yeah. she is now one of my favorite people. Oh, yeah. Time. Catherine Hahn. She's like, awesome. She's what great. actress is going to be okay enough with just like hiking her leg up into yeah. a, a man toilet? What are those called? A urinal? Urinal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did she say? Uh, stay a stay golden pony boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like the scene where they're talking about the uh, the Billy Joel. Like someone says, was it do what Billy Joel's bullshit or something like that? I love that. <laughs> Making fun of they don't they don't like new Billy Joel or well eighties Billy Joel. Um, Who do you masturbate to? Yeah. Good housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you could have sex with men, who would it be? John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> do we even just come best friends? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, why yeah. do you not get your uh, sword uh, when he's signed by Aunt Randy Jackson? <laughs> yeah, 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 that was great. Randy Jackson autographed his, his Why did you get sword? it on the sword? It was the only thing I had on me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Can we make bug beds? Can we, can we, can we? Yeah. <laughs> You're grown it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That movie, movie for some yeah. reason, the critics, a lot of the critics didn't like it when it came out. So it wasn't like a, a massive hit, but it seemed like it should have been. Well, they're know? stupid. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. They don't know their movies. No. No. Um, and I guess we can get back to talking about the 40 year old virgin. Um, this is after he gets off the phone with the guy. Um, Talking about his erection, uh, you see him walking around with the erection again. He sits in the <laughs> toilet and he pees on his face. Oh, <laughs> on the that, toilet. I've always wondered, is that really happened? <laughs> yeah. 
Have yeah. either of you ever done that? No. Um, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a winner, maybe. No, we yeah. do that. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty If cool. I had an erection, I would do all kind of weird things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a hose attached to my body. I can spurt things out of it in any direction. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't have fun with that? Oh, I guess yeah. so unfair. I would love to do that. I'd spray everything down if I had yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really would. <laughs> mark, mark my territory. Exactly. I yeah. I live exactly. here, and I live here, and I live here, and I live <laughs> here. Yeah. Uh, um, and this is where uh, Andy's back in the store, and Jane Lynch comes up to him. And have you ever heard the term "fuck buddy"? <laughs> <laughs> he says no. <laughs> no. No. And then she's telling the story about Javier, the Guatemala, Guatemalan Guatemalan gardener, when she was fourteen, made passionate love to her. And uh, she's singing the Guatemalan love song in Spanish. Uh, Which apparently she made up on the spot. Oh, really? And it was just, <laughs> and it, although she was singing it, it was just phrases she had learned as a child, learning language. Really? Oh, that's crazy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's, she's great. Um, yeah. And you get back at the uh, Trish's place, and this is where you meet the younger daughter. And he's doing magic for her daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, pulls the big quarter out from behind her ear, and and uh, her daughter definitely loves it. And uh, of course, the older daughter is making fun of him, like, "So you carry, you carry a f- whatever a fake ear <laughs> with you?" He's like, "Yeah, about half the time I carry a fake ear." Um, and this is where uh, you know, and this is where she tells him she had told him like she's a. Uh, it's like, oh, by the way, yeah, I have three kids, and one of my one of my kids has a kid, and uh, she's she's a grandma. And this is where he's talking to Seth Rogen, and uh, she's the hottest grandma I ever saw. <laughs> my grandma looks like Jack Palance. She's a hot grandma. You should fuck her on a plastic covered couch. Fuck her while <laughs> fuck her while she watches Murder She Wrote. <laughs> and uh, so, not only is this the first. Uh, Crystal's the first female guest we've had on our podcast. Uh, she was also a hot grandma. All right. So, <laughs> so do you relate to this movie? Is yeah, that, is I got it? all my furniture covered in plastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can confirm. You have the entire. Yeah. I do. I even have like. All seasons of Murder, She Wrote on DVD. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Be VHS. I watch them every day. VHS. Yeah, VHS for sure. Oh, that's <laughs> tough because you can only get one episode per Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I even carry eight traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is definitely a, a, a talk a lot about the hot grandma thing. So yeah, you know those little uh, crocheted toilet paper uh, covers. Right, right. I got them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, next we have the uh, Kevin Hart comes in, and Kevin Hart was. A barely known Sam comic at this point and uh, comes in to talk to Jay. What's the deal? And they're using the N word back and forth constantly. Like, <laughs> are you my, you, you know, you're somebody's, you know, and back and forth. And uh, the Indian guys are Kevin talking just about, wants a bit of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Indian guys are like yeah, forecast today, dark and cla- dark and stormy. You know? <laughs> um, I'll be back for you. 33% chance of a drive by. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then uh, Mooj asked Andy, uh, what date is he on? He's like, I think 17 or 18. He says, I'll pray for your cock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, that, That's important because we have brought it up that uh, at one point, 
Mm. Um, 20 dates. Um, right after uh, the daughter walks in on them almost having sex, they talk about it and he's still, and he's still nervous and all stuff. And mm-hmm. she's, maybe we should slow it down and wait. And they start talking about how many dates they're going to go on before they have sex. And start at five and it goes to 10 and 15, it gets up to 20. And mm-hmm. so they're counting down the dates, how many dates they're on for yeah. D-Day. Yeah. Yes. And Andy is more than, more than happy to wait 20 dates. 50, 100. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, oh, before I forget, um, we were going to talk about this, Crystal. Um, now, Annie collects all kind of action figures and toys. Uh, is there anyone that you know? I do. That collects? Yes, Derek tons? Williams. <laughs> Derek Williams? Who's that? He collects plenty of toys uh-huh. and, uh, well, mostly little cars. And he yeah. pulls the front ends off the Chevys and the grills off of them, mm-hmm. paints them, and then puts the cars up on them on the wall. He, he just He's puts, very similar. He puts, he puts the just the grill up? He takes the grill off, paints takes it, the puts grill the grill off. on the wall? Yes. And then in each part of the grill, he puts a little, you know, matchbox cars. Oh, you're talking about an actual big Chevy? Yes, like an actual oh, I car little, Chevy. I thought a little car know, Chevy grills. Yeah. Little car Chevy grills. I'm imagining a wall with little tiny <laughs> grills all over it. What kind of car do you put up there? <laughs> No, it's actually the large ones, but yeah, he has a lot of different things like that. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of similar in a way to to the four year virgin. <laughs> Does he have an entire room dedicated to his uh, hobby? You know, I think if uh, things had gone differently, yeah, in his in his world, he would have. He does have a lot of different things and talents that are very similar. He's not a virgin, but you know. Um, <laughs> Somehow he's managed to find all this time to do and learn all these, you know, kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. There's similarities there, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, and then we have the scene where uh, Trisha's daughter talking about, um, they're talking about having sex. And uh, you know, Trisha says, you're not a mistake. Your sister was a mistake. Oh, that's the yeah. worst thing to say. Oh! Yeah. And then uh, that's where she wants to go to the clinic to learn about, you know, safe sex or whatever. Then they have a little uh, talk with, you know, different uh, parents with their kids. And uh, the woman talking is uh, Steve Carell's real, real wife is the one doing the talking. Um, you know, she was also in the office several times. She played like his real estate agent. Um, I don't remember if they were married back then. They might've been, but. Um, yes, it were because uh, he was. Forty-three with three kids when the movie was made. You know, oh, okay. Forty-year-old. Oh, one of the okay. things I read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, but they got uh, you know several great people here. They got um, um, uh, what's his name? One guy from Mad TV. Can't think of his name right now. Uh, the 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 tall black dude that was on Mad TV. He was in there with the son and the daughter. Right, and then or uh, the daughter and the boyfriend, or the son and the girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and the Annie basically steps up and, and says, you know, I am a virgin because he doesn't want uh, Trisha's daughter alone, to feel yeah. alone. And at first, of course, they think he's just full of shit, but he really was a virgin. You see him uh, playing with the plastic model. <laughs> <laughs> plastic model. The and, female and, and it just falls apart. You can't put it back together. Right. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that was a nice little uh, scene. But you would think someone has so many toys in his apartment. Could put a model together, right? Yeah, I mean, he I mean, even, if he, even doesn't know right. the inner workings, so to speak, he could still put a model together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, and then the one guy asked, uh, you know, he said, my daughter's dumb. How do I stop her menstrual cycle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what about the little boy who's like, right, right. you I have a tiny penis. He says, you with your two fro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that sounds like me on Friday night. He's like, you were at Temple Friday night. <laughs> that was great. Um, and, uh, and, then, and then again, one another guy says, "You know what your problem is? You're putting the pussy on the pedestal." <laughs> it's like it's the second time someone said that to me. Um, and on the way home, uh, you know, the daughter's driving, of course, because he can't drive. And he's like, "I made that up, you know, about being a virgin." And she's like, "No, you no, didn't. didn't." But you know, but when are you going to tell my mom? Which is pretty sweet. And like, okay, mm-hmm. it's like thanks for doing that, but you need to tell my mom. Like, you know, and it was kind of a sweet moment. Um, yeah, because comedies can be really raunchy, but to be great, they have to have yes. the emotional sweet moments to tie stuff together. Well, there's some movies that Seth Rogen has that are like overly raunchy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, gosh. What is more? It's like the end of the Seth world. Seth Rogen has movies that are overly raunchy. Oh, how, how have I not seen these? It yeah. would be oh. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And they are hilarious. Oh, wait, wait, kind wait. of like disturbed after oh, wait, you wait. watch them, you know? Let me reverse that. Has he ever made a movie that wasn't overly raunchy? For your virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's raunchy, but it is not like. Right. The, his yeah. other movies are over the top. Like, right. He takes it all the way to the extreme. Yeah. He ta- he yeah. pushes the bar as far as he can push it. Oh, yeah. He sets the new bar. Yeah, he really else. does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just the movie's smart about making these emotional moments that make you care about the characters. You can't just be yeah, all, you, you know, all sex jokes, you know. Yeah. And, um. Not like Porky's. Right. Uh, Porky's <laughs> did not have an emotional tie-in, probably. Um, I haven't seen it in many years. It might have. It might now have. It might. I don't I know. know. Um, and, uh, you know, on the way home, uh, and then you see uh, Jane Lynch and Seth Rogen talking, like, you have some uh, you have some pot? He's like, yeah, I have some. He's like, I just want to get baked for a week. Where are you mm-hmm. going? No, I'm just going to be at home. I just want to stay baked for a whole week. And uh, then you see Jay with the ultrasound pick on the, on the big screen TV oh. uh, showing his baby. And uh, he's like, look what he's packing. He's four months old. Look at that dick, you know. <laughs> and then uh, Moose, the Indian guy, says, my sister's dick looks big on a 60-inch TV. <laughs> um, and uh, they're at the club, and uh, Seth Rogen's t- telling uh, uh, Paul to hit on Bernadette, which is the – the girl he hired is like, I heard a 90 pound girl work in a stock room for you, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and they, they bond over how much they hate their exes. It's mm-hmm. like, she's, she's talking about his they ex. Bond she's talk- quickly. Right. Right. Like how, how bad their exes are. So they, <laughs> and then Elizabeth Banks's character is there. We didn't talk about the scene. I was earlier. about to say, you're talking about the girl who in the tub scene. Well, no, I was talking about Bernadette was the girl that, that Paul Seth Rogen hired to, for Paul yeah, yeah, yeah. today, mm-hmm. but then Elizabeth Banks was there. But the tub scene is—I forgot up. to mention earlier where he met in, in the bookstore. In the, the bookstore, book that was great. Yeah, yeah. just ask question scene. Right, that right. Was, was that like, worked so well. Like, he was like a smooth operator. Remember, remember, remember David Crusoe and Jade. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> never say anything. Just ask questions. Ask questions. Yeah. Like, do you, are you telling me? Do you want to be told on? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, and Elizabeth Banks got to be a big star too, and this is when she was not well known yet, really. 
Um, and she's great in this movie with the tub. And I love that she just let Seth Rogen come into the tub. Right. Like, Cal, who are you? He said, you come uh, from? Well, his character named Cal. He said, you come? Cal. That's what he says. We got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here. And they're all I'm leaving. leaving. Yeah. yeah. And leaving. And she's just playing with the water. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like somebody else we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, and Derek Williams. No, and, and no. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, the uh, yeah the when before he leaves, he's talking with Elizabeth Banks, and uh, she says we can do it in a butt if you want to, <laughs> and he says but what? Because they're both but what? In the butt, but what? Yeah. <laughs> they're just drunk as shit. That's great. Um, and uh, yeah, Trish is driving over to his house, and he's over at Elizabeth Banks's character. Like, you know, she's in the tub, and all the guys come over um, to uh, to talk him out of it because they want him to get with Trish. I've already been there. <laughs> yeah, she is a freak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and he says, that woman scares the shit out of me. me. I want to go home. <laughs> so then he's riding his bike home, and Trish is there asking about the box of porn. She's already in his place. And, You're a serial uh, killer. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get the carpets changed. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. She has a good point there for sure. And then, uh, you know, in, uh, she picks up, a, it's like, is this your date drug? Is this a roofie? It's a, it's a Mento. They're the fresh maker. And, uh, and Trish runs away. And then, cue the music, Heat of the Moment by Asia. Yes. And he takes off on his bike like, after her. Right, right. And he's cutting through the, uh, you know, she sees him. He's cutting through the shortcuts to get mm -hmm. there faster. And then he basically runs over her hood and through the eruption billboard <laughs> truck. And one of the greatest symbolic scenes ever put on film. He literally has to crash before he could admit to her what his problem is. Right? That hit, sounds like a typical man. Yeah. That hit, is a typical crash man. through everything and hit bottom and then... Yeah. You guys are stubborn, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and uh, the great little line, he, he talks to her because he's laying on the ground after he crashed. He said, I used to think there was something wrong with me because it never happened. Turns out I was waiting, just waiting for you. So, and so, yeah, the, the whole yeah. moral of the story, that, that's what I love, too. Is yeah. like, and they all tried to change him. They all mm -hmm. tried to help him. And at the end of the day, he mm -hmm. got the woman by just being his weird-ass self. Yeah. Yes, yes. And he got the woman initially by all of them getting out of the way. Like, out yeah. They all got out of the way. He got to step up. Yeah. yeah. Got her number. Yeah. There's always somebody for everybody. Yeah. And then, the, and then you, you get into the wedding. You see the wedding. And they finally get to the hotel room. And the guy is buffing, buffing the floor. Oh, it's going to be another half hour. Yeah. You just hang Get out the there. fuck out of here. <laughs> and uh, you see him, you know, the first time, you know. One, one minute later. Yeah, one minute later, yeah. Two and hours you, later. Right. And then you go again, it's two hours later. And then all the characters. So I know. Age of Aquarius. I, I, that's the only part that I just was totally like, what in the hell? But it's, it is what I, I think they were I a little bit making fun of some of the movies that the end credits for everyone singing this song, like uh, mm -hmm. uh, something about Mary did that fairly well. Um, so, oh, Mary that's such a good best. movie. You should yeah. have had that on. Oh, um, it will be. So I think they were a little bit making fun of it because the characters literally got into the song and dance right. with the 
in the, the background characters, even like the the, 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 the wax girls yeah. in the back. Oh, oh yeah, Tony Hill's in the background dancing around. Yeah. <laughs> they brought everyone from the movie there. Yeah, to, to all I think they're just being silly, just making fun. I of mean, them. yeah, it just was just like such an odd, yeah, out yeah. of place thing. But the killer for me was as the song is ending, they get back to bed, and he's they're cuddled up, and kind of looks at the camera and starts singing every a word or a phrase every now and then, right, like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, it was just a, I don't know, a funny way to, but yeah, something about Mary Such did it better than the ending, did it better than anybody using the song with all the characters in the movie singing the song. And, you know, well, even in the, the beginning, the intro, like he immediately zips his dick in yeah. his pants. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> how could you not watch the rest oh, of that movie? Oh, yeah. Is that movie on your list? Oh, yeah. That's on it should list. be. Is oh. it on your list? Oh, Why yeah. did we not do that? I didn't see that. Not yet. Well, um, you looked at him. So unfair. Yeah, there'll be other opportunities. Yeah, I, I love talking about Wayne. So, yeah, <laughs> sixty plus more opportunities. Yeah, True. yeah. Um, so that brings us to the end of the movie, and uh, we have several little uh, features here at the end. Um, one thing we have is uh, something called "Who's Your Guy," and that's Who's where, Daddy? where you you can go last, so you know where we're gonna do them. Just picking out a, a character in the movie you liked, or just doesn't have to be a main character; be someone small part. Whoever your favorite character is. I think Seth Rogen, for sure. Seth Rogen? I'll say Cal's well. He just Mm -hmm. kills the part. Uh, He delivers all his lines as if they're... He does. He's awesome. Just unfiltered spit out of his head. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He's funny as hell, too. Yeah. Everything is just perfect on point. I think I'll pick Mooge. The Indian guy, he's so he, funny. He's, he was my second verse. favorite, yes. I mean, he probably he was probably only in the movie like three minutes, but man, he His was voice so great. rocking. He's yeah, so he's strong. fucking shitting balls and fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> he's one of those pleasures. guys. My whole pleasures. You can't tell him nothing. See, the, see, the Rusty Trombone and Dirty Sanchez, I know, are real things. I think the Cincinnati bow tie was probably made, made up. up bullshit, <laughs> probably. Oh. But, uh. Yeah, I think Mooge is I my I want to guy. Google it right now, but I you don't sure? want to Google no, it right no. now. Yeah, no. Don't Google on my phone. Um, but, uh, hey, yeah. I don't want to hear that come talk. So the next <laughs> thing we have is uh, the villains list. Okay. This is one unique thing we have in the podcast. Every movie, we have a villains list, and we pick a villain of the movie. And if if they're, we, we have a running total of the top ten villains we've done so far now we're like 35 episodes or so in so first i'm going to go down the top 10 villains so far and then we'll pick a villains from this movie and see they might not even make the list you know they might no. not be evil all right cincinnati bow ties real oh that must be pretty real <laughs> might have been made up after this movie came out oh he doesn't even want to say it's that yeah. bad i just want to make sure i'm reading this properly yeah you can take my glasses off <laughs> When you reverse titty fuck a girl, so your balls and cock are upside down and it looks like she is wearing a fleshy bow tie. It's called Cincinnati because they do it. They do everything backwards there. That's from the Urban Dictionary, by the way. Oh, they pour awesome. uh, Skyline Chili all over each other when they do it. Okay, we learned something there today. Um, <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, this is the first uh, episode we've done with alcohol involved. So, so here you go. Well, for um, two of us. Yeah, we're two of us. We got server duty uh, right here. I'm drinking, I'm drinking soft drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so here's the uh, top ten villains list so far. Uh, so far, uh, number ten is uh, War from Three Kings. Uh, number nine is Jack from The Shining. Number eight is Nazi Germany from The Great Escape. Uh, 
Next one is Rusty Nail from Joyride. Defense from Falling Down. Buddy from Baby Driver. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Bricktop from Snatch. Uh, the Xenomorph from the movie Alien. And Nurse Ratchet is number one from One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. So that's our running total so far, villains. Uh, who is the villain in this? I'm guessing no one's going to make the list. Uh, if there's even a villain. I, I, yeah, you know what? I don't think anyone here could make the list. No one yeah. here is mean or... Yeah. But the I'm, only but, person that was mean in any part of it was the guy who was, like, trying to smoke a cigarette. He was like, fuck you! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Aziz. Trying to talk. Aziz. Aziz. But, that, but he was just a... But he wasn't right. a villain. Yeah. He was just... Well, he was no one's going to make the list in this movie. Oftentimes, you go to look at management and Jane Lynch's character. She wasn't really all that... She was kind of a villain because she was trying to sabotage this whole thing with uh, see, Trish, but she's not see, really the thing is, uh, a villain. The main time. character um, in getting the girl and getting late, and no one was really trying they to stop him. 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 Everyone was trying to help him. There yeah. was literally Except no one. Yeah. She wanted to be his fuck buddy. But, right, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, she wasn't. But you weren't even trying to stop him. She was just trying to add on. Yeah. Uh, she would have been on the side. There was no one who was really trying to prevent the general storyline of him getting the girl. Mm-hmm. So there's no villain I can yeah. see here. I mean, I mean there's some it, bad the rules people. are we pick somebody, but there's no way they. I wouldn't. I would, there's no I would way actually break the, the rule for this movie. So okay. there is no one in this movie that's okay. trying yeah. to prevent the hero true. from completing his journey at all. Yeah. That's true. That'd be the first movie we've ever done with then, no villains. Oh, hold on a second. The only one who really delays things for him the most is himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's his own worst enemy. He, First, the first 40 years for one. Right. Uh, and then 20 dates for two. Mm-hmm. And then apparently till the wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but even that's, you know. Yeah. I wonder if she even got to look at it first, you know? Yeah. Well, let me see <laughs> if I want to marry that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we all got to see it, but did she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's just happy to finally take it out of the box. I mean, unwrap, <laughs> unwrap the toy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, I got married and I didn't unwrap the toy until after I got married. And let me tell you, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I wanted to put a return on this one. <laughs> it loses most of its value when I take it out of the box. So, so my, that is true. It's like driving a car. There's a story in my, uh, my mother in law's family that uh, her husband had a small wiener. <laughs> and uh, when she saw it, she goes, who are you going to please with that? He goes, myself. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's all you got. <laughs> yeah. Self-pleasures. And <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, see, Andy's the villain, but he definitely doesn't make the list. No, I wouldn't even put him as a villain because nah. it was just more of a delay. It was more of his anxiety and the whole movie was him getting through that. It wasn't so much of a, yeah, it wasn't. No one really prevented him from getting no. to the end. I agree. Um, no one prevented him from finishing. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even try. <laughs> he didn't even start. Yeah. So um, now for the next thing is uh, is the guessing uh, where it is on the list. Now, Paul, you might want to get your list out so you can show her. So, now, what it is now, he knows it's on my top one hundred. He has no idea where it is. Based on, based on, uh, you know, the way I talk about it, he tries to guess. Well, first of all, I asked, where is it on both of you? Where it is on your list, the top 100 list of all time? What do you think would be on so, yours? Yeah. You. Um, on my top Crystal. 100? Yeah. Crystal. 
No, Step Brothers. No, no, no. Where would this movie where would, be? Oh, 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 this would be probably like number three. Top three, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I go with Step Brothers. Gladiator is oddly in there as my second. Right. Has nothing to do with either of those movies. But there right. might be a sequel coming out. Oh, I would love that. That's such a good, well-made movie. Mm-hmm. I was just reading an article about that uh, yesterday about how they had talked about doing a sequel to Gladiator at the time. But of course, you know, Gladiator dies at the end. So they yeah. were trying to figure out a way to do it. And one mm-hmm. of the ways was they're going to do kind of a resurrection thing where it, the body, they put it in a cave, and mm-hmm. then three days later, he oh, comes back to life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Another thing would be that he dies, but then his body is reincarnated, his soul is reincarnated in some other Roman warrior, and he knows who he was, Commodus, mm-hmm. and he comes back and does other things. That would know? be cool. I mean, mm-hmm. he did have a son, too. What about yeah, that? Yeah, there's a son as well, yeah. and uh, of course, uh, Russell Crowe's a lot older now, so he really couldn't, oh, he's so fun, huh? couldn't really mm-hmm. uh, do the part mm-hmm. of the uh, young buck. Yeah. yeah, doing things. Although I could be the older guy. So, Paul, where is this movie on your list? Uh, this would be uh, probably top thirty, somewhere in the twenties, yeah, five, twenty-six, somewhere in that range. Okay, okay. Um, so now, where is it on your list? All right. That's the whole guess. Where is it on your list? So, right yeah, after this, we'll be back right uh, after this. Are you Andy? Uh, yeah. Is this yours? Did, Did you go- write this stuff? My girlfriend Jill found your speed dating card. Oh, yeah, right. God, I've been looking for that speed dating card. Thank you so much for bringing it to me. So you actually wrote that one girl looked like she was hurting for a squirting? Mm-hmm, yeah, hurting for a squirting. I wrote that. Oh, so you wrote ho for show. Yeah, I remember that girl. She was a ho. For show. Let me show you how this device works. Right, I'm just looking for a cordless phone. Yep, it's great. You can do anything. Make a video diary. It's like, hey, Amy, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm great. I feel fantastic since we broke up. I feel awesome. Can you just show me the department where there would be phones? How, how have you been? What's been going on? Uh, I bet. Hey, have you been doing a lot of this? Sir, please, sir. You are never going to meet anybody with that kind of mentality about women, you sick son of a bitch. Who the, who the fuck are you to put me on trial? I've never even met you. So why don't you back the shit off, all right? And stop with the Inquisition. That's how you talk? You know what? I don't have to answer to you. You ain't my bitch. No, I saying? So shit, man. Fuck it. You shouldn't even be hanging out with this pervert. I don't hang out with him. I work with him, and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. I don't mess with him, baby. That's not me. You should keep your hoe on a leash. Oh, bro, I can't, I can't let you... Hey, be, hey, I hey. I can't let you be talking to my hey. woman like that, dog. You know what I'm saying? Bitches running wild, man. So you're all here because you're interested in obtaining birth control. Any questions? Here's a cute story. I came home the other day, and he is with his girlfriend in my marital bed doing things that are illegal in Alabama. Sex acts, right? Things that my wife won't do, okay? Did you have a question? How do I get my wife to do that? Does anybody else have a question? My daughter is, uh, for lack of a better word, dumb. How do I stop her menstrual cycle? You want her to stop having a menstrual cycle? I, I want to stop it, maybe just for a few years. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Does anybody else have a question? Um, I have, uh, I have a question. I think some of the people here might be sexually inexperienced. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? Is that a serious question? No, it wasn't. Okay. 
Now, there are a lot of activities that you can engage in without having sex that are both fun and safe. What sort of activities? I think um, everybody wants to know about the activities. Uh, well, instead of having intercourse, you could have outer course. Outer course? Oh, what's that? Yeah, what is that? Well, outer course is anything that isn't vaginal intercourse. I prefer vaginal intercourse. <laughs> he really does. Now, there are ways of having sex without intercourse. Uh, let's see, there are things like body rubbing or dry humping. You could dry hump. Uh, there's masturbation. Masturbation, play with yourself. Mutual masturbation. Play with a friend. Deep kissing. Um, there's erotic massage. Oh, that sounds like it would be nice. Oral sex play. Sounds like my Friday night. Oh, shut up, Seth. We went to Temple. Okay, are there any virgins here who are thinking about having sex for the first time? Wait, wait. So, so you're a virgin. <laughs> I tapped that. Oh, yeah, you tapped that. Seth, what, you think you're cool with your little Jufro? We don't say tap that. What, what, what are you talking about, Seth? You know what? I'm a virgin, too. <laughs> hey, you, that's... We're virgins, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? It's a, it's, it's a personal choice, and, and I don't think it's weird at all. You know what your problem is? You're putting a pussy on a pedestal. That's the second time I've heard that. What is the pussy on a pedestal thing? Okay, um, I can't listen to any more of this because it's making me sick, so bye. You can get this information on your website, right? Oh, yes. Thanks. Nice meeting, everybody. Any other questions? Do you have any extra-large condoms? Oh, you got a tiny penis. Okay, we're back in, uh, here on the podcast and talk about the 40-year-old virgin and... Paul and Christopher are going to try to guess where the 40-year-old virgin is on my top 100 list. All right. Uh, I'll let you guess first. You can take a look at my list of what movies we've already done. So you're looking and for these gaps. Are, these are the numbers. And where you think it might be. They're not going to be because he's already admitted that these numbers are in that spot on his list. And now I've got uh, all the way down to 97. The, the, the youngest one is 9. The oldest one is 97. And in, any number that's not in there is eligible for his list. 17. Mm -hmm. She says 17. Interesting. I, I was going to go somewhere in that range, too. Okay. I'm going to pick a different number just in case. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've got the airplane wagged it all falling down. We got a lot. I'm actually going to pump it up to 22. 34. 34. Really? 34. Oh, gosh. Just in front of Die Jeez. Hard. There's a lot. Die Hard is a great Christmas like, movie. <laughs> there's a you know, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we we had a discussion before, like he's usually surprised. Like there's just so many, uh, there's so many great movies. And, you know, mo like I said, I've said many times, most of the movies on my list, most of them are within the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, like say if a movie was like in the seventies and say it came out in 1996 or whatever, that means it, it's probably the second best movie that came out in 1996. It's pretty good if you're the second best movie. Yeah. So this was, for me, this was the best movie that came out in 2005, probably. So that's still, you know, I mean, that's still a high honor. So yeah. yeah. Have you done a forensics on the years your movies come out? Is there any one or two years or a group of years where most of these movies fall? Um, like a, a 10 year block where you just monster watching movies and have great memories of them? Well, not officially, a little bit, but. I'd say a lot of them are uh, probably mid-80s because of my age, you know. 
And then there's a lot of them are like early to mid nineties too, based on, I think we've been watching a lot of HBO probably or something based on stuff I watched when I was in college, probably. Um, but yeah, 34 in the list, pretty strong showing. Um, now, um, next feature we have is what didn't make the list. And this is where I talk about a movie that didn't make my list that I think is really good, but just didn't quite make it. And that I'll might as well talk about Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. Step Brothers didn't make Can't a top one. I believe it didn't make our list. It's great. It's great, but. We can't be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great. It just he doesn't quite make my list. It's really good. I mean, it's I love it. I've seen it a bunch. But are there other Will Ferrell movies on your list? Uh, yeah. Wedding Crushes. No. How could you not love Will Ferrell? I do. Um, I mean, like old school. No. You don't want to bang him. The Ballad of Bobby. <laughs> no. Are there right? any other Elf? Yeah. How do you not like Elf? Elf didn't make my oh, list either. My. Uh, what? Anchorman. Talladega Nights. Anchorman's on your list? Anchorman. Okay. Anchorman is awesome. Yeah. Well, I said Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. I can remember Talladega Nights. If you ain't Talladega. first, you last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, um, so Step Brothers are great, but just a minute. Just make make yeah. And then it's time for the episode we talk about plugs. Um, Crystal is something you can talk, you know, we'll, we'll go first, but something you can talk about. Maybe it's a show you're watching lately. Maybe it's a movie you like. Maybe it's a music group. Uh, it could be if you had a business. It could be whatever. So first, I don't really have anything to plug, but I recommend uh, go find Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared. Yeah. Judd Apatow yeah. Uh, TV shows mm-hmm. and binge watch them. They are very funny. Yes. And they're the beginnings of what you see in his movies now. Yes, absolutely. Not just the actors, but mm-hmm. the sensibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I might as well talk about community again because I'm still watching it nonstop. That's all I watch, really. When I'm want, don't want to have to pay attention. You're on your like third cycle through, aren't you? Yeah. He's been showing me, I mean, so I, I'm now I mean, really into it. More like thirteenth. Thirteenth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah. if you get to see my time fifteen, if you're going fast enough, yeah, the world spins reverse like a Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you fall into Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Rick and Morty. It's great. Oh, Rick and Morty's funny. Too. But I'm all about the community. Like I'm, he's yeah. got me into it. It's so great. I'm picking, picking and choosing the best episodes. I can't believe I've never it. seen it until he showed it to me. Right, it's such a great show. It was on against Big Bang Theory when it was on TV. That's why the ratings weren't good. Big Bang Theory was the number one show on TV. Oh yeah, so um, the ratings were. I just got good. old. Yeah. I mean, I loved that. I used to love that. Yeah, I loved it too. But, you know, for so long, but, you know, it's just like on repeat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you have any plugs? Anything? I mean, I agree with the community. Community, That's what I was yeah. Yeah, we watched the the one Christmas episode uh, yesterday yeah. where they're all to join Glee. It's like a cult. And they all <laughs> each have their, their little song. And uh, Torn Abbott had their rap. And yeah. It's a great episode. But, uh, and Annie does the, the sexy, whatever, <laughs> oh, golf yeah. dance. And the Betty Boop thing, you know. Sex. That's the last thing she said. I'm pretty sure they had sex. Sex, yeah. And then he turns to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the only thing that's going to get him. So they had to use something against each one of them. Yeah. 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 And uh, so um, it's time to talk about what we're doing next week. Uh, next week, uh, stand in line for the kissing booth, uh, build your own robot for your dorm room, and develop your limp wristed throwing motion. That's right. Next week, we're talking about Revenge of the Nerds on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love. <laughs> and thank you for Crystal for being our guest uh, our guest star today. You're so welcome. 
And we'll see you next week with Revenge of the Nerds. Adios. You know, Andy, I've been thinking about your problem. I think I might have a solution for you. Hmm. You ever heard of the term fuck buddy? What? It's a special friend we fuck. No, I haven't heard that term. When I was a little girl, I developed early. By the time I was 14, I had this body you're looking at. Can you imagine that? I don't want to, no. Well, needless to say, a lot of male attention. I bet, yes. Especially from our Guatemalan gardener, Javier. Okay. You know, Javier, uh, before he made passionate yet gentle love to me for the first time, he serenaded me with a beautiful old Guatemalan love song. Really? That's... Mm. That's... Sounds nice. Cuando arreglan mi cuarto, no encuentro nada. Donde va con tanta prisa al partido de My goodness, I think we better get back to work. Yeah, yeah, I better go back to work. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So you mull it over. All right, I will. Thank you. you. Great TV. Nothing beats the flies. What are you doing? That's my customer. It certainly is not. When I came upon her, she was unattended. No, 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 that's my... Let's go to the check room there. Pick up there. She was unattended because I went to the back to get the brochure that she requested. I apologize, but it's too late. The transaction has been completed. Well, then you're going to give me half the commission. You will receive none of the commission. Yeah, I need to talk to Paula. This is crazy, man. This is bullshit. Every time I make a sale, you go crying to Paula. How about, how about Jesse Jackson? Oh, Jesse, he needs a call. Sick of you poaching my customers. I'm sick of your crybaby bullshit. You want, you want to take the shit outside? You want to just take it outside and just squash it? Let's stay inside so everybody can see what a, what a pussy you have, okay? Because when I remove the, the blade, I keep in my boot from a sheet. I can't return it until it has spilled blood. Look, listen to me, listen to me. You are fucking with the wrong nigga. Hey, hey. You're fucking with the wrong son, nigga, okay? Dude, I will hang your old ass by your turban. Oh, turban now? Do you see any fucking turban here? Do I talk like a turban guy? Do I say, hey, Jay, do you want a slurpee? You want a slurpee? Fuck you, okay? I was born in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, okay? My accent is a fucking Brooklyn accent, okay? Okay? All right, man, calm down, dude. Look, you still covering my shift on Friday or what? If I can keep this commission. With pleasure. Cool, then. All right, Pop. No problem. I could do that. All right, wait, 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 wait. Last thing, last thing. I'm also going to need that extended warranty on it for the price of on the house. Hmm? That I can't do. Now don't be a Negro, be my nigga. Alright, help me out. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. I ain't nobody's nigga. Well, I mean, you somebody's nigga wearing this nigga tie. Now you're being condescending. See, mm -hmm. you've been warned, alright? Let's move forward amicably. Okay, well, so check I this out. First of all, you throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm gonna take them as disrespect. Mm -hmm. Watch your mouth and help me with the sale. Okay, see? See, now you found yourself a nigga. You were looking for a nigga? Nigga here now, see? Okay. Today's forecast, dark and cloudy, and chance of drive-by. You wanna go? Your ass is just you move back. Then Nick, fire off. Uh-oh. What are you gonna do? 
What are you going to do, Mr. Floor Manager? Go get him, Tiger. This shit just got rigged. What you going to do, bitch? I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. You know Luke and Perry from 20th and 25th? You ever heard of Rolling Twenties, nigga? Mm -hmm. Since I was 16, nigga. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Frosty. You know what I'm saying? Spoon. Nigga, okay. we fuck dwarves in the ass. Nigga, this dwarf here don't got to be tall. Let's pull the trigger off for somebody face, oh, nigga. Back up. What's up? Hey, welcome to Smart Tech. Hey, can is I, this, can is this your boy? Yeah, nigga. We will both mash you. What? Hey, what? How can we help you, sir? No, no, no. He don't need no help. He's already been served. I served him. He's taken care of. He looks slow, but he got it. See, what he thought was he could come up in here and make the rules, but now he see that Jay make the rules okay. in Smart Tech, Jay? that I run this bitch, and now he about to bounce. This your boy? Yeah, that's my boy, nigga. We rep the same Smart Tech. You just got fucked up with him. Both y'all niggas gonna get clapped up when I get back. Both of y'all niggas. What, what did I do? It don't fucking matter. Yeah, oh. well, aim high, Willis. Aim high. Please don't do this.